Hi. Hello. Hi. How is everybody doing? <clears throat> Good. How are you? Oh, thanks. I'm well, I guess. So welcome. It is the last physical comic book day for the foreseeable future, I guess. Yeah. No one knows what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Just like everything else going on in the world. Uh, I don't know. Trying not to be bummed out. There's plenty of material out there to read, so... Yeah, like, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years worth of <laughs> yeah. comics. So, so fuck it. Like, we might not have new <laughs> comics, but we will always have comics. Regardless. So, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I am Champ Champenstein. I am Heather. And I actually have to go first. Yeah, tons of <laughs> I have I have a lot more comics. This week was, if I'm going to go out on a week of, like, physical comics, it was, like, a great week. Uh, so first I have Far Sector. This is issue number five. I'm trying. It's so hard to not touch my face. <laughs> I'm a very anxious person, and I'm constantly... But I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good. You have done really yes, well. Yes, I think I'm I think doing very, very well. I've done not very well. And okay. I've been washing my hands enough that my hands are bleeding. Yeah. So. No. Washing our hands basically every moment of the day. Yes. Uh, anyway, so first I have to talk about Far Sector issue number five. Um, I think this is a 12-issue series. I'm not sure. 100%. It might be, like, ongoing. But this series is really great. It has a lot to say about, like, current world problems uh, with police, uh, law enforcement, Oh, so the problems that we were having three months ago? Yeah. I can't uh, wait for it to catch up. <laughs> what a ride. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's kind of wild, just not that those things don't matter anymore, because those things will always matter. Uh, but, yeah, it just it speaks to those things and how you see yourself as a person and who you are and what you can do to be a hero at a a person to put yourself in a place of like helping others and how you kind of hunger to help other people and how you strive to want these things and I don't know it hit home in a lot of ways especially right now just feeling that like that need to do what I can to help like other people in whatever ways possible so I don't know there's part of it that, like, hit home in different ways. It was just, like, a weird... It's a weird thing, like, anything right now. You know? I need to read that series. It's so good. I, I 100%, like... This is one of the best books DC is putting out right now. It... It does a really good job of putting real-life events within this world where... I think it'd be easy for somebody to grasp without it being, like, too much in their face, so to speak. Uh, they do talk about, like, Black Lives Matter in this particular issue. I just, I don't know. I think it's really great. I I think it's really relevant in what it's trying to say, too. So I just 100% love this book. Yeah, no, that's cool. I love that. Um why do they always, like, take out the garbage or do things when we're trying to do this? Uh, okay, so then now I have, uh, or we both have, technically, Heather did... 
I could not concentrate yeah. on this. I could not read it this time. I'm so sorry, everyone. I failed you. I think it's like, that is the thing with this particular book. It's really easy to do. Uh, this is The Last God. This is book one of the Fellspire Chronicles. So this starts a new story arc of The Last God. And I think, I wasn't saying this book isn't hard to grip was hard to grasp more so that it's a little bit dense and the way that it switches time if you're not ready to read this book it's just like you start it and then you're kind of like fuck it I can't I wish the source book had been released before this whole pause on comics because then I would go back and reread the series and I would know everything (laughs) yeah yeah no no lie uh, so this just continues the story. It goes back and forth between the different years, uh, 30 years in the past, 30 year, years in the future, or I guess the current world that we are aware of, um, and kind of deals with a few more characters I think we haven't really been introduced to quite yet. So yeah, really do wish the source book had <laughs> I was like, I was really banking on that. I was like, please come out soon. And I honestly, I was really excited when I saw it in previews. I was like, ah, oh, fuck yes, I need this information more than anything else right now. That was the first thing I wrote down, because I was like, I know I'm going to need that. And then, fucking Corona had to fail us all. <laughs> but this book is really, really great. I highly suggest it, especially... If you like fantasy, like, very, very deep fantasy sort of things. Oh, yeah. And the art. I would say the oh, art God. The art very much, like, balances out with that because it, uh, it also has that, like, deep fantasy, almost, like, I don't want to say heavy metal aspect to it, but, like. But, no, I get what, yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Close. Yeah. That's I just, I just imagine, like, awesome tapestries or, like art on the side of a van when I'm reading this book. Oh my god. Yes. Now I'm never gonna not think of that when I read that book. Oh my god. I'm sorry. No, I I love that. Uh, But that's like, seriously, every time I'm just like, yes, I just am totally just gonna be into this hair metal right now. Okay, I'm going to talk about another book. Yes. Let me take a sip of this beer, everybody. Um, aptly called Ghost Rider. I just noticed that. That's pretty sick. One of my favorite beers. It's in this camera frame now. How did this happen? <laughs> uh, we messed up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now I have Batman Curse of the White Knight. This is book eight. This is the last, last issue of this particular... <laughs> She um, told me not to dance, but I won't not dance. This is Poppy? Probably, yes. Uh, so anyway, this is Batman Curse of the White Knight, issue yeah, number eight. Number eight. Last one. Last one. Really glad it's done. <laughs> I, I probably won't. I know that they're trying, well, who knows what's happening, but they were trying to do a whole White Knight, like, imprint and have, like, the whole world based in the White Knight universe. Batman uses a machine gun. That's, that's sick. In this, in this issue, which made me legitimately laugh out loud. Damn, that was a butt. Yeah, they all have really, like, intense butts. 
Is this when he's... Nope, this is when he... Uh, I have to go back. I'm sorry, everybody. I just need to show Heather when he's using the gun because... Is he on top of a car <laughs> using it? Oh! That is so cool! It, but it's ridiculous because it's Batman. Oh my god, with this cape blowing in the wind. Oh my god. That's the Batman I need in my life. Nobody needs that. Batman. I need it! <laughs> so yeah, I just... <clears throat> Lots of thing, things happen, and I, I don't know, I don't know how to describe this book at all. Is it a good ending? Uh, I mean, he's got a machine gun. Of course it was good. That was a stupid question. I'm sorry. And normally I would love machine guns and shit like that. I'd normally be, like, all in, because you know me. Yeah. But since it's Batman, I was just like, no, this doesn't make sense. It's a new age. Uh, I I suppose it was a good ending. It was like Bruce Wayne in the end reveals who he. Oh, I, sh I guess I shouldn't like completely ruin it. Yeah, no, don't. But he I'm gonna read it. That just made me want to read every single <laughs> Batman book ever. Uh, but I mean, in the last issue, he did reveal who he was, and I suppose in. In the book, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I still can't get over the weird, like, Harley Quinn, Batman thing. They kind of, like, they made them friends, but, like, also, like, love each other in, like, a weird way. It's respect. I don't know. I guess it was, like, it would be, like, if you and I were Batman and you were, Har if I was Batman and you were Harley Quinn. I'd see that. But, like, also, I Bad don't. choice in men. I, I can see that, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man in this situation. Well, I know. You're Batman. I'm the good guy. <laughs> you got a machine gun, though. It can't be too good. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. We Next. have We have digressed okay. real hard. We're going to keep talking about comics. Sorry. So, this is one we both have. This is No One's Rose. This is issue number one, and I don't know when we'll get to read any more of this. What'd you think? Um, it was all right. Okay. I did not like it. It was just, I don't really care for it. You okay. Know? Like, I just don't have any interest in the story. That's about where I was at, to be honest. Yeah. Um, read the back. I like the care. Ooh, I get to read the back. Okay. Centuries after the fall of the Anthropocene. Did I say that right? Anthropocene. The last vestiges. Vestiges. <laughs> this is my life. Of human civilization are housed in a massive dumb city powered by renewable energy known as the Green Zone. Inside lives teenager Ten Gav Gavrillo, a brilliant bioengineer who could rebuild the planet. But there's one problem. Her resentful brother Saren is an, is eager to tear down the precarious utopia. To tear the precarious utopia down to his roots. Basically, this girl is really good with plants and she's trying to rebuild the world and her brother is doing the exact opposite because he hates this place. He wants it destroyed. Yeah. Um I don't like I just I have like, part of me was, like, I'm interested, but the other part was very much, like, I don't care about anything that's right. happening. There was one here. Oh, yeah. Brand Stoker. I thought that was pretty fucking yeah. funny. Uh, there's a map. Was... Oh, my God. Uh, there's a map. <laughs> Everyone knows how much I love maps. Um, I wasn't too into this map, though. But, yeah, it's, a. Uh, if the next one comes out, it comes out. If not, no big deal. You know, I don't, it's okay. I'm, yeah. I don't really care. I thought the art was pretty cool, though, in some of the scenes especially. Um, 
I really like the ending mm-hmm. and and the art in the end too. It was like very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same. I have a, a weird connection with the very bitter brother. I really liked him a lot. Maybe yeah. it was just because he was making out with some some dude. In yeah, the tree. Some guy. I was like, that's cool. I like that. Um, plus, I just think that I he's the, really resourceful. Yeah, I thought I thought he was cool. I don't know. I did not. Yeah, I also didn't like. I also I, I assume you did not like the main main character. Yeah. Who, who, the I guess the girl. I just I don't care. You know I don't I don't dislike her, but I just don't have any feelings for her. I think I just don't like anyone who strictly follows any rules. That makes sense. Yeah. Unless it's like rules that are going on around right now. In which case, you should follow them yeah, for the yeah, sake she, of the people around you. Yeah, but, like, otherwise, yeah. Yeah, but she's only following the rules so that she can get higher within the patriarchy. Yeah. And it's weird. But, okay. Excuse me. Oh, that's a damage. I think this might have been my fault. Okay. I probably bent up my comic. So this is Sex Criminals, issue 28. Is that the sexy cover? It is the sexy cover. You can't really tell. No, it's really pretty, though. Yeah, it is very pretty. Very I like pretty. that. So, Susie has met up with, like, the main bad guy throughout the whole entire series, and within the last story arc, they have been connected in a very intense way. And it's just via dreams, her oh. kind of, like... I thought they were banging. No, no. Just, like, via dreams, and, like, she has met with him, and now they're having this conversation about this machine that he has built that takes all of the energy from all of the people that are like them. And... This is the last story arc, right? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Okay, okay. And guess what? There's a pause on comics. (laughs) Fuck! Because there's only, like, what, two issues left? Like, two, three issues left. Well... I mean, it's not like you haven't taken a break before. I am so mad about this. Because at this point, too, like, I don't know, they've done such a great job. I'm just like, I want to know what happens. I want to know, like, there is this mystery and element to it. And I, fuck. I care about these people all the same. They're fake, but I care. Damn, that's like Deadly Class, too. I just thought about that. Yeah. No. Everything is paused. (laughs) It's, like, just now hitting me. Ugh. Alright. Also, like, I'll get to this, but Death or Glory has one more issue left. (laughs) My life is a joke. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, so this one, um, this is the... I love this song. The Cimmerian, uh, Queen of the Black Coast. This is just a Conan story, um... This one, they easily could just, like, not put out any issues and it would make sense. Like, not necessarily make sense, but yeah. it ended on a note. Um, this is the death of Follett and how Conan kind of deals with the aftermath of it. Um, okay. It's pretty fucking wild. Um, there's, I just want to show you, like, the one scene when he realizes that she's, like, straight up dead. Wow. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, I really like this book just because it is brutal. There's a lot of sexy in it. Um, and then at the end, it does actually have, like, the the written story of everything that happens in here. So you okay, get more cool. of an idea of, like, what is supposed to be happening based off of what they had done. So, I don't know. I really... I like this more than I definitely thought I was going to. Yeah. 
But, I mean, it's super uncensored. It's Conan just being a badass, you know, the usual. I like it. Okay. My back. Okay. Comic stretch? Yeah. I'm not right. sleeping on my back. <laughs> I think that's what's giving me nightmares. <laughs> okay, so next we have Once in Future. This just came back, um, and it's going on another break, so... You know, so this issue number seven, it was only supposed to be six originally, but I'm glad that they yeah, picked I, it up. I was really excited to read this issue. This is actually one of the first issue, like, first comics I read last night when I was reading my comics. Yeah, I same. was like, oh, I'm very excited. Like, I got, like, real hyped so that it was back, and then I was like, oh, God I'm like, I know, it. this is, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, I did the same thing at the end of this. So the end of this ends in, like, a very, I mean, if you love literature in any sort of way, it ends on one of those notes where you'll be, like, very hyped. Because oh, yeah. I did the same thing. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I was, I was pumped for it, and then I remembered that there's no more coming out for a while. Um, but this pretty much just continues Duncan's whole... He's trying not to talk to his grandma because he's, like, burnt about her not talking yeah, to him. Yeah, like, but telling he's him about everything. trying to be, like, a monster hunter still, and he's not very good at it without her help. Um, and that also continues the uh, first storyline with, like, Galahad and mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. of them, and, you know... The once in future king and all that kind yeah. of stuff and they introduce a new a new guy in the end and I want to talk about it so bad but we'll do it we'll do it some other time but since there are no new comics coming out for a little bit uh, I think this is a book if you haven't checked it out the first trade also came out this week for mm -hmm. once in future with the first six issues and plus issue number seven so if you hit up your local comic book shop you get it all right now. Sorry, I love Big Clit. <laughs> okay, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is what this playlist is doing to me. Okay, I, so next, yes. Uh, once in Future, you definitely do need to check it out. I, yeah, that's all I was saying. Yeah. It's just like, it's all out there right now, so if you get a chance, like, with what time we have, this I is think, one to definitely grab. Oh yeah, I think now would be a really good time to pick up the trade and get started. Because um, you can read the first story arc as if that's all it is. Yeah, for sure. Alright, so next I have Death or Glory. This is issue number 10. Oh, Heather. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I know. It's just so distracting. Okay. No, it's no more dancing. No, you, you sit, you just don't have to sit still. Uh, so there's only one more issue till the end, and this just, they're just, like, fighting as hard as they can, and some of the people who are, like, the nuns, the people who are on the bad side who are being, like, kind of controlled by the bad guys are trying to make choices based on their lives and things that have happened. I don't know, it's just, this is wrapping up every, everything about this story, and it's a lot. Um, in the last issue, that one made you tear up and stuff. Was that sacrifice? Did it go through? Yeah, yeah. It and did? Okay. It did, and, like... Because I wasn't sure if that was something that, like, but they at, were just alluding at, to it or if it did actually happen. But at the same time, it, like, nothing, nothing has been permanent yet, and they haven't made them... Like, they haven't gotten to their end goal yet. Okay. And I think that's the thing about Rick Remender is he's very very real about his endings 
so I'm not 100% expecting them to, like, make it. I'm not expecting Red to get to the place they need to get and for him to get, like, his transplant. I just think that... It's hard to... I don't know without the last issue. And right. This is just, like, me speculating. I just think it's, like, more to deal with, like glory and how she's going to end up taking all of this and you know in the end maybe maybe they do end up saving him but I don't I don't think that's like the most realistic option okay like I I want that to happen right but, but like, it seems like too much of a happy ending. yeah it seems too happy and it seems too like well tied up and it seems like with everything that's been happening especially towards the end of this is just you know it's all about sacrifices and maybe she has sacrificed everything for him to like live <coughs> bless you thank you uh, keeps walking by <laughs> Uh, maybe she has sacrificed everything for him to live, but she's also taken down a lot of the bad people in the process. So even if he doesn't live, like, it's not like what she did was for nothing. Right. Dang. So, you know, like, it's just like that balance of, like, a story, like, and that is honestly just me, like, once again, speculating on... <laughs> What I think, what I think is going to happen. So, I am finished. Okay. Um, I have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is issue number two. I think it was supposed to be like four or five. I can't remember. Um, the series is really silly and I love it. Um, this is just Falcon and Winter Soldier dealing with a bunch of people who are trying to kill them in order to be initiated into Hydra. Um, is the cat still in there? No, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but there is, like, a really funny scene they discover. Like, in the last issue I had mentioned, they get their ass kicked by a kid. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to figure out who this kid is um, and, like, where he came from and stuff. And so they get on this, like, train because the train has, like, intel to where, like, Hydra's supposed to be going or who initially set up the original, like, massacre in the office building that yeah, I told okay. you about. So they get on this train and then... In this train car, people are, like, kicking their ass, and they're like, well, there's fucking eight more train cars. Is it going to be like this through all of them? And it, it is. is. <laughs> Every awesome. single one. Yeah, it is hilarious. Um, but then they meet up with um, Zemo, who was apparently killed by the Punisher. He uh, was not killed by the Punisher. Hold on. I'll okay. be back. Should I keep talking? You can keep talking. Okay, he was not killed by the Punisher. He is working to take out a, another head honcho from becoming the head of Hydra, essentially. Um, so he's trying to get Bucky and uh, Sam to team up with him to take out this other guy. And the fact that they, you know, have to work with a bad guy is not chill with them, but they really don't have any other choice at the moment because that is what's going to help them. Um... Another funny part that I wanted to show you, that's basically all the issue is about, and I don't know what else is going to happen, <laughs> clearly, but Bucky has a gun, and Sam's like, you can't just shoot everything and, like, expect it to work out for you, and Zemo's like, you know, I have these, um... I have more guns. Well, he's like, I have, you know, a button that I can push that will just end it all for you, and so Bucky's like, bam, 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 and he shoots that, and he goes, unfortunately for you, it wasn't that button. 
and they just like stare at each other and it's uh really funny the the relationship between them is fucking ridiculous um i love how much they kind of just like don't like each other but they have to work together and they both have different ways of dealing with things um falcon flies bucky to the train at one point and (laughs) says if it's any consolation your hands were gentle Because his arms fucking hurt from carrying that huge fucking arm that Bucky yeah, had. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, it's really silly and I actually really enjoy it. And I am sad that I can't read anymore. Such is life. Uh, okay, so okay. next we both have... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. This is issue two of five. Um, and this just continues uh, Oscar's quest to get to his sister in Los Angeles. Um, it also deals with the other groups of people who are kind of living in this uh, nightmare and how they are all dealing with it. Um, there's also the the Russian, like, hacker who started. Yeah, he's, per- is- like, part of the reason, like, everything that's going on. He wrote the programming yes. for everything. Yes, so he has been freed from his prison to try to help contain the situation. Yeah, it's, uh, I like how this... Comic is set up a lot. I do too. I really enjoy it. Um, I surprisingly I like like majority of the characters too because they seem real. Like not one of them really knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I just I, I really enjoy that because no one would know what to do in that sort of situation. And those movies where people are just like, "Well, this is what's up." No, that's that's not how you would react. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's also one of those things where they're also trying to like maintain some sort of like normalcy like even the main character who is a little bit like he's on the spectrum Mm -hmm. he's trying to like do this thing that like helps him like maintain regular life but it also like shows what has happened once like society has collapsed basically kids are just fucking crazy yeah (laughs) Can't trust any of them. It is basically Lord of, a different Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, enjoyable all the same. Art's really great. The story is, like, very engaging, regardless of, like, the familiarity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so then I have on the stump, this is issue number two. I did not enjoy this issue as much as, like, issue number one sucks yeah i just feel like the cohesiveness between the two issues was a little bit rough you couldn't like and maybe that's just because i'm reading so much stuff too that could be so that could be like my fault more than the book itself because i just felt like it kind of jumped into a part kind of into the middle of everything but it just explained all of the politics of everything and, like, where everybody stands and who's kind of sided with who and what is to happen from there. Less wrestling things. Though. Okay. Okay. Less violence. Is that what made it less enjoyable? No, I just think that it was more so, like, the idea that it, like I said, it, it felt, like, less cohesive. Okay. It felt less, like, a second issue. Like, it felt less like a continuance and more of a just, like... A jump? A jump, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, like I said, it could be because I, I've been reading so much and, like, it's been, you know, a month, so... Maybe I've missed 
Right. Maybe go back and read it yeah. and try it again. again. You okay, Don? I'm just burping. Okay, so next thing. I'm the one who's been drinking beers. I know. I haven't even eaten anything today. That's probably what it is. My stomach's like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Anyway, so this is Folklords. This is issue five. Uh, It could be the last issue. We don't know for sure. Um, I'm going to let you talk about it because I don't don't understand. Okay, so. I was in a weird spot when I was reading it, apparently. Okay, so basically what happens is they find the Folklord who is. John Ronald. John Ronald has created all of the characters of the world within what Ansel, like, lives. Okay. Ansel is this, like, irregularity. Like, John Ansel talks about how he would never make something so, like, mundane almost. Like, something so, like, angsty and, like, complainy. He would never make a character like Ansel. And so in the end, a lot of things happen. But basically you find out that there are many folklords. Okay. And that, like... Who writes stories? Who writes stories. Okay. This all makes sense now. So, like, this was only one of the folklords. And somebody from Ansel's past has been helping him throughout this whole time. But... I don't know. I really like the way this ends. I really... I th- yeah, I did. It was very uplifting. I, I like the ending of it for sure. And I have loved this entire series. But once again, this really weirdly ties into the Bang series. But they're two different publishers. So I don't... Are they? Aren't they? I think so. But like, No, I think they're both boom. I can't. Okay, hold on. Look it up. Time out. It's dark. No, yeah, Bang is dark. Dark horse. <laughs> I don't read it, so I don't know. Yeah, don't no. Listen I, to me. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> not listen to you, but it's one of those things where I just like. I honestly kind of wish those stories were interconnected. Because they they easily could be. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that's all I have to say about folklords. Okay. I am excited if they do continue it to like see where Ansel goes and, like, what he finds. Because I can only assume that he finds, like, either different, like, folk-type tales or, like, different, like, stories altogether. That would be really fun. Yeah. Because they did the Hansel and Gretel one in this one. Yeah. Dang. That would be cool. Okay. Okay, so then we have X-Books. Did you read Wolverine? I did. I just don't. I let I lent it to Derek. Oh, that's right. I read Giant Size. Okay, okay, okay. I read The Damage. Right. Okay. This makes sense. <laughs> so, it's going to be a wild time. <laughs> uh, we have Hellions. This is issue number one. I made Heather read it. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> when they announced the team, I was like, I don't give a shit about any of these people because I don't know... Any of them. Right. All I knew was Nanny. Yeah. I only knew I mean, I knew Havoc. I knew Havoc and, yeah. Yeah. and Psylocke. I knew of them. I've just never really read anything. And I mean, I guess, like yeah, yeah. No, we've known of all of them. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's, 
I think it's going to be interesting. I think I like the dynamic they set up and, like, what they might do with it. Right. It's basically a group of damaged mutants who are given to Mr. Sinister to um, be rehabilitated, kind of, in a sense. Um, I mean, because you can't take, you know, a feral fucking kid and be like, you know, be normal. You have to have someone who has had the damage and help you through it. Yeah. That's what the point of it is. And the thing I like about this particular issue is it does a really good job of introducing you to all the characters since they are all kind of one of, like, characters that you don't necessarily know about. Right. So it takes the time to be like, okay, here's what's wrong with this person. Here's what's wrong with this person. Yeah. I really did enjoy that, too, because even the Havoc part, it was, you know, not necessarily something that's wrong with him. It was just something happened, Mm -hmm. and he needs help. Yeah. Which happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I have X-Men Fantastic Four. This is issue number three. Heather has not gotten a chance to read this one quite yet. No, I'm still kind of mad at the reads. So I'll get to it when I get to it. The Reeds. Yeah. The Richards. The Richards. Reeds Richards. The Reeds Richards. (laughs) Uh, And in this issue, they're basically dealing with Doom and his formula to save Franklin. And... The child. The child. Okay, the child, yes. Uh, And then they're dealing with the ability to try to save the mutants that are on Doom Island. I forgot about Doom. Okay. So, like, on one hand, part of the group has, they've split the team. They've split the group. You, they know not to do that. <laughs> so, on one hand, you have the group, the, the few mutants and the few, like, parts of, like, the Fantastic Four trying to help Franklin, and then you have the other part trying to save the mutants that are on the island. Okay. It's a it's a great chip joint as always. <laughs> a little chip skip. A little chippy chippy joint. Okay, so next we have um, X Men, issue number nine. This is with the uh, the King Egg and the Broods and you know them. Them. That's I mean that's really all that like happens in yeah. this is they're just trying to get the the King Egg away from the Brood. Yeah, away from Krakoa and back to who it's supposed to belong to. And sorry, what is his name? Brew <laughs> makes his own decisions. Yeah, and an interesting decision. A is. very interesting decision. Yes, but it's a. Uh, I almost feel like it's a filler for what's going to happen, which is fine because I still enjoyed it, but it really doesn't have anything to do with the storyline that they were working on. No, and I think that's the thing about all of these, like, the main title X-Men books, and this one seems a little bit more far far away from them, is that they're all kind of, like, singular, but this one was very much, like, connected with the last issue, and then, like, weirdly singular on its mm-hmm. own. But I also feel like maybe building towards, like, the Empire event, dealing with, like, the preschool stuff. Yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't take that into consideration because we're not going to get to it. <laughs> Alright, dog. But I got the one thing out of this that I've been waiting for. It's a giant size X-Men Nightcrawler. Um, 
I was hoping it would be more just about him. Yeah, it's I'm not a, gonna lie. It did not have that, like, it did not have the same, like, feel of the, uh, Jean Grey, Emma. Yeah, I mean, one. he was obviously, like, one of the prominent people in it, but I just felt like it was going to be focused more around him. I think it was, like, also doing a job of, like, introducing, like, characters that are going to be in X Factor and also introducing, like, the idea of, like, Warlock still being alive and, like, that aspect. He looks great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't... It was weird. Yeah, what, what did they call it? The Haunted Mansion? Yeah. Yeah, this has been Haunted Mansion featuring a group of people with Nightcrawler. I didn't, like, it was weird seeing Lockheed there and, like, not them talking about, like, Kate being dead. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of weird things about this. I enjoyed it for what it was. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I just wanted, I mean, I got this because of Nightcrawler, and I just, I just wanted Nightcrawler. I like the other people in it, but... Yeah, know, no, I, I, I understand the feelings 100%, so it's just like, I don't... I did feel lucky, though, reading Hellions, because Nightcrawler was in that, too, so I... Got your little... I got my fix. <laughs> <laughs> and all then... Alright, so then lastly we have Wolverine. Question number two, this is dealing with the uh, events that happened in the first one, where he accidentally kills a bunch of people, um, and... The, what do they call her? The pale girl. Yeah, the pale girl. Um, deals with, like, the, the street drug pollen. He's trying to figure out, like, how it's being distributed and stuff, and then what the pale girl has to do with any of this. Um, he has been not necessarily working with, but kind of, uh, I don't know, he teams up with, essentially, yeah. this one, Jeff Bannister, who is, like, a, is he FBI or CIA? He's one of the two. Yeah. Um, but he's the one who finds Wolverine originally, like, in the first one, and, like, gets him the help that he needs and stuff. So Wolverine finds him again and is like, we need to figure this out. And some shit happens that the pale girl has a lot to do with. Yeah. It's, uh, this, a lot of stuff happens in oh, this yeah. issue. It's, it's wild how much happens because you, you think you kind of have a hold of what's happening and then it. It just, like, shifts in a way where you, you don't know. Yeah. I thought it... I always think it's pretty funny that for someone who can't, like, die, you can manipulate Wolverine <laughs> very easily. Yeah. You think after all of these years. Yeah, he's been alive, what, with, like, 200 years? Some weird shit like that? It's been a long time that he's been alive, and he's still doing the same shit and getting in the same kind of trouble. I love Wolverine, but come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just figure it out, my dog. All right. But it's enjoyable still. I, yeah. I really liked it. And and once comics... Maybe we'll get the third issue at some point in our lives. Who so, knows? So that's that's it. That's it. Um, that's it for this, this new comic book day. We will essentially be here next week, not with new comics, but we will try to figure something out for you guys to, to watch and read and stuff. We're just going to be boring and you're going to have to fucking take it. We're going to start acting out scenes from comics, which I've been talking to Champ about <laughs> multiple I, times. I refuse. I refuse. But it's fine. I'll just do all of them. I'll be all the characters. I'll just do it. I'll do it. And I'll post it. Don't worry. You'll see it anyway. But <clears throat> I, I wanted to leave on some Jack Kirby words. Yes. I feel like Jack Kirby's, you know, the man. 
He's a man. He's a man. But anyway, like, I think, you know, regardless of if we're getting new comics next week or what is happening within the next few weeks, we we have so much so much content to, like, take in, so many, like, stories to read. We'll all survive on at least that. Uh, but this weird quote from Jack Kirby will take us out. Bow your heads. Sorry. Prayer, guys. Is this how you do it? Remember how I have to ask every single time? Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> how do you pray? How do you pray? Just like this? I don't know. Do what you need. Oh, okay. I don't know how anybody prays. Uh, so anyway. I feel my characters are valid. My characters are people. My characters have hope. Hope is the thing that'll make take us through. Hope, guys. Hope. Let's hope. <laughs> Nobody die. Let's just remember, Nightcrawler died saving Hope in the Second Coming series. So, let's hope she's worth it. <laughs> Goodbye, we love you. <laughs> Thank you.